Welcome to the REI Mastermind Network, where host Jack Haas gathers amazing stories from leaders in real estate investing. In each episode, our guests will tell you what they're doing that works, what they've tried that failed, and best of all, you'll learn actionable steps to take your real estate investing to the next level. Now, here's Jack with another value-packed episode. Everyone, it's Jack with another Tip Tuesday, and uh, this is going to be quite a bit different than what we've done before because there's going to be a visual element to this. So I'm going to direct you over to bit.ly/reiyoutube, um, and I'm going to make sure to have that link in the show notes here, so it'll, it should be an easy click for you. But on Twitter, we've had some discussion, and somebody asked a question: What spreadsheets is everybody using? when managing their properties or doing their real estate investing. And uh, that's kind of an open-ended question, but it did make me think um, there are situations where I, I typically seem to fall and, and continue to go back to one particular spreadsheet that I've developed. And it is regarding planning and managing and uh, tracking vacancies in, uh, in some of my properties. So with that being said, what I've done is I've turned it into a template and we're going to, I'll, I'll share you the bit.ly link to this, and then you can copy it to your own Google drive and edit it and do what you will from it. I'm not going to say this is the beginning and the end regarding this type of strategy, but at least it gives you a starting point. So head over to bit.ly slash bit.ly property plan template. And I'll make sure to have that link in the show notes as well. What you're going to find is uh, the spreadsheet that looks like this. And if you're on my YouTube channel, you're going to, you're going to see what I'm talking about. But um, to make a copy of this, when you're on this page, you're going to go to file and make a copy. And it'll ask you and prompt you on where you want to save it and a few other things. So just save it to your own Google drive and then you can start editing editing it from there. But what you're going to, I'm just going to give you kind of a quick breakdown as some of these fields are calculated, some of them aren't, and you're going to see that uh, this is quick and dirty and it has evolved, but I'm not going to, I haven't made notes or, or any kind of, of changes here. Any of these fields that are green or red, you're probably going to find out pretty quickly if there's a color associated with it. Most of those are in fact calculated. A lot of the other fields are going to be ones that you're going to want to edit for your own use. So uh, in column A, for example, it's just the unit number. In this situation, in this example, there's 12 units. And then column B, I have the number of beds and baths. This is just for your own personal information and, and personal tracking. The next column is the tenant name, if there's something somebody in there. But then I also put a quick note in that field right now, just kind of regarding its status. In this case, I have rehab in progress, for example. Something to explain why there isn't a monthly current rent number. Column D is one of those ones that I think is probably the most important. And in and because um, I see time and time again, when people are self-managing their properties, they do not track the target rent. And when I say target rent, I mean what your market can support. So make sure you put that number in there because when I, when you acquire properties and what makes some properties very attractive is that the current landlord or the current owner never kept up with the current market conditions and the current market rent. 
So I put a target rent and I update that on a regular basis, especially lately with the economy as it is. Rent has been increasing quite quickly. And I always want to make sure that my target rent is accurate. I don't want to be one of those landlords that has undervalued my rental spaces. The next one is monthly current rent, what you're currently getting for it. And you're going to notice that more times than not, you're going to have units that aren't at your current monthly rent, especially when we're seeing fluctuations as large as we are right now. But we also have to take into account that you're going to say to yourself, man, I'm going to have to increase those rents to the current monthly rent. Well, on average, as far as I can tell, at least in my market and market conditions can change, but um, in my market, people typically can only handle maybe a 10 to 15% fluctuation or an increase in rent at a time. So it's kind of a step up process. And then you also have to take into account is that if you increase it too far, it's going to scare some of your residents out. And in some situations, that might be the effect you're after. You know, if you want to do clean house and you want to get in and rehab units, and unfortunately, that is one way to do it. But If you want to maintain your current long-lasting residence, you're going to have to play that game of stepping them up over time versus all at once. So keep that in mind. And then, of course, when you do have a vacancy, that's the perfect time to go directly to your target rent. Monthly HUD is another column. If, if somebody's on Section 8 or is getting subsidized in some way, if, the, if part of their payment is coming from another source, you want to keep the track of that and, uh, as separately, or at least I do. And then column G is extra garage. If there's any additional uh, features that you charge for, you know, in this case, I have extra garage, but you could put pet rent, you know, that type of thing in there. Anything that you would... Ch- charge an additional monthly fee for. And then you have a calculated column of total rent. Deposits, a great place to track your deposits because if you do sell the unit, you're going to want to be able to reconcile and make sure that those deposits are transferred to the new owner. And then uh, this is where things get interesting on the spreadsheet. I'm going to jump all the way to column O because you're going to see quite a few colors there right now. Because column O and you can click on one of those things, it relies on uh, a couple other fields. And one of those fields is the lease to column, which is column K. So you're going to put your lease from date to your lease to date and your move in date. Uh, just This is just so that you as a property manager can keep track of a few things. But the lease to date, when, when the lease ends, is particularly of interest because what's going to happen is that every time you come in here and update this spreadsheet, you're going to want to update this field. And it's on quadrant, you know, uh, row 16, column M. Every time you're in there, you're going to want to update when you last updated the spreadsheet. Because when you do, it will look at the lease two or when the lease ends column and update the days remaining in lease. And this is conditional formatted so that um, as it gets a smaller and smaller number there, like for example, row 12 has 45 days left, it's starting to turn red. So you know that it needs to be on your on your mind to get the lease up uh, started. Ask what the tenant is planning, you know, that type of thing so that you can plan accordingly. So that's really what that is. It's just a visual aid for me to know when leases are ending. 
So the bottom half of the spreadsheet is, you know, we got a, I got a calculation on the annual potential gross rents. I got the gross rents just tallying there and it takes into account if there's any additional fees that you might be uh, collecting. You know, in this case, there's laundry, but if you have vending machines or anything like that, for example, you can add that potential additional income. But then in the end, on the left side here, I have monthly known expenses, mortgage, property, taxes, insurance, you know, etc. If there's anything additional there, you're probably going to add it. Um, I have dumpster rental in this property, for example. There might be something you want to substitute there, but it's tallying the known expenses that are fairly consistent. And then I have a calculation here, net income and the net income per door. I like to know those numbers. And then on the right side, I have the in big red blocks. So you can see that that's an indication to me that these are important to me anyway, because as we've been talking, we're running a business here. So we want to keep the vacancy rate as low as possible, of course. But I also want the apartment's monthly potential. Those are in regards to the target rent. If there is a, if there is a difference between the total rent and the target rent, that's the potential that's remaining in that property. And I want that number as close to zero as possible as well. So as I'm marketing and managing this property, I'm trying to tick away at that apartment monthly potential. Well, again, if you want a copy of this, head over to bit.ly slash property plan template. And I'll make sure again to have that link in the show notes. But uh, you're free to use this. It's probably going to change. It's it's just been something that's been constantly changing for me. But I hope it. I hope this is beneficial to somebody. And uh, if you found value in this episode, could you do me a favor and return some of that value by leaving me a quick positive review on your podcasting app? That would that would really mean the world to me. So again, reimastermind.net, if you weren't able to follow along or if you weren't able to find those links in your podcasting app, you're always going to find those there, reimastermind.net, and we'll see you next time. If you learned at least one actionable step to incorporate into your real estate investing, if so, please consider returning some of that value by leaving a positive review, subscribing to our YouTube channel, or joining our growing network on Facebook and Twitter. You can find links to all of our social media accounts in the show notes. See you next time.